Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. Using GDP as a measure of economic growth, the Irish economy shrank by a whopping 3 and 3.4% over the past 5 consecutive quarters. But since that number is widely distorted by profit repatriation from foreign multinationals based here, GDP is not taken as a serious measure of economic activity here. One of the preferred measures is modified domestic demand. And according to Bank of Ireland's forecasts, MDD will grow by 2.3% this year and 3% in 2025. Connell McQuilla is the Chief Economist with Bank of Ireland and is sitting in front of me. Good morning, Connell. Good morning. So uh, we're looking um, at more than a soft landing. You think the economy will grow at a kind of a Goldilocks pace next month, uh, next year? I wouldn't put, put it quite that way. I think what we're seeing is the economy beginning to hit bottlenecks and capacity pressures. It's been growing exceptionally strongly over the past three, four years. Employment already 14% higher than where it was in 2019. Mm. That's exceptional by international standards. It's leading to, la- leading to labour shortages. So that really can't be sustained indefinitely. So I think what we see now is the economy growing in and around its long-term medium structural growth rate. Uh, where modified domestic demand is growing by around 3% by 2025. So it's effectively an economy that's done extra- exceptionally well, but it's now hitting those um, speed bumps and uh, is starting to slow to a more sustainable pace, if you like. And yet your your forecasts for this year and next year highlight um, that GDP is, for our economy at least, a useless measure almost. I wouldn't quite say that. Um, what we saw was a real surge in multinational sector output in the second half of 2022. There's a couple of factors pushing that up. Contract manufacturing, so these are goods that are produced in other countries, but they're counted in our exports and mm. in terms of the profits of the companies that operate here. So you can think of the large multinationals that would, would be a play there. Also, uh, production of COVID-19 vaccines. Uh, they probably pushed Pfizer. up... Pfizer. And I think the economics community in Ireland is, you know, quite clear that, you know, the 9% growth rate in 2022 is overstating things. Yeah. Now we're seeing those same distortions pushed down on GDP. It looks like that surge in multinational sector output has corrected. Mm-hmm. So I think from here, hopefully the distortions will go away, but, but it's very uncertain. And I suppose it just shows you that it's a very jaundiced measure and, you know, it doesn't give you a, a true picture of what's really going on in the economy. But look, like, having said that, the economy was clearly performing very well in 2021, 2022, start to slow in 2023 a little bit. Exactly, it did. Uh, you think exports will be up 3% this year and a quite strong 5% in 2025? Uh, well, by historic standards, those aren't exceptional. Uh, world trade grows faster than GDP. The IMF is expecting global GDP to grow by around 3% in mm-hmm. 2024. Um, and as well as that, our multinational sector... Although there are those distortions, I think the ICT sector, the medtech sector, pharmaceuticals, these are good sectors to be in. If you look at the IDA's results last year, still very strong foreign direct investment. Mm-hmm. Uh, employment in the multinational sector was, actually fell slightly in 2023, yeah. but after 9% growth uh, the previous year, was, which was exceptionally strong. So, look, I think when you, that may sound like a high number, but if, you know, from a historic perspective, it, it wouldn't be for the Irish economy in terms of, or in terms of global trade. And is soft landing the wrong phrase to use for the Irish economy? Um, I don't think there's been necessarily a bubble to burst. Um, what we've seen is exceptionally strong growth. We've had a great run, uh, the multinational sector being exceptionally strong since 2019, but we are hitting these capacity pressures. So that's labour shortages, it's clearly the housing market, mm. demands and infrastructural investment. So, you know, seeing 3% employment growth per annum, that just isn't sustainable in the yeah. long term. And I think we are beginning to see jobs growth starting to slow 
uh, to to a more sedate pace. Um, consumption has remained quite robust, hasn't it? Because at the end of 2022, when we had um, surging interest rates, really high inflation, energy costs absolutely going crazy, people thought that the consumer tap would be switched off, but it wasn't. It wasn't. Um, this is a feature internationally. We saw those high sky high energy prices and people expecting a retraction in consumer spending in early last year. That didn't happen. Mm. Uh, there's a degree, I think, of momentum coming out, coming out of COVID, sustaining spending. People were determined to have a package holiday, for example. Yeah. Tourism did well. Um, but as well as that in Ireland, although individual consumers are clearly under pressure, uh, inflation was well ahead of pay growth or income growth. It was that strength of employment that really sustained consumer spending is why we had very strong consumer spending in Ireland. Looking ahead to this year, 2024, we'll probably see pay growth running around 4 or 5%, actually above, above inflation. inflation. So they'll be real increases in so wages. We're, so we're starting to see real incomes grow again and that mm. should drive the consumer onwards. Um, although last year, clearly, people were under, under pressure. Do you think that the ECB, which is expected to cut rates in the second half of this year, do you think that that could be inflationary again? i.e. people, because uh, if interest rates are going down, maybe they'll have a little bit more money in their pocket at the end of the month and they might go out and spend more. Yeah, well, if the euro area economy recovers slowly, and remember the euro area economy has you know, quite weak structural growth. Especially you know, in gro- Germany. Growth is flat in the final quarter of 2023. So mm. look, Philip Lane and the ECB have a balancing act to do. A 4% interest rate for Europe is quite restrictive. Mm. Uh, so... You know, if you look at what markets are pricing at the moment, maybe rates getting down towards the deposit rate getting down towards two percent by the end of twenty uh, twenty four. Mm. So that would still be quite a high rate from you know historical perspective well, for, for your past fifteen years. So yeah. I think what the ECB will be doing is removing that restrictive stance. Um, so in isolation, yes, it's inflationary, but the absolute level of rates will still be quite high. For so you Europe. don't think it would. Um, uh, could Ireland be impacted if Trump was re-elected? I, I, I mention that because he's talking about across the board tariffs being applied, and not just on China, but across on nearly everything. Uh, well, there's many things that Donald Trump talks about. Um, not many of them happen in mm. many cases. Uh, so, look, I mean, the last time Donald Trump was elected, the stock market actually uh, rallied uh, mm. because people were expecting tax cuts. So it, it, it really it, depends on what he does. Uh, there was a lot of talk about corporate tax reform. There were some very significant U.S. corporate tax reform, reforms that came through that. Mm. Um, yes, there will be concerns that tariffs and you know a further breakdown in global trade uh, could be negative. But look, we have to. I think we have to wait and see. Yeah, and uh, the, um, the minister of finance. You might have heard me mention it in the newspapers. Um, he's showing some flexibility when it comes to repaying warehoused debt uh, held over from the pandemic. Um, will that prevent a surge in? insolvencies? Uh, well, look, since the pandemic, there's been talk of a surge in insolvencies for quite some time. Mm. Um, that didn't happen. Uh, there were a lot of insolvency practitioners suggesting it was just about to come. It hasn't happened. Mm-hmm. Clearly, the government supports have, been, have helped in that regard. But, the, but at the same time, uh, you know, small and medium enterprises in Ireland have been extremely conservative over the past 10 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, the majority don't have any debt whatsoever. Uh, so I think it sort of shows just, you know, what good health uh, you know, SME finances are in prior to the, the, the pandemic. Um, so look, clearly the move, this move will help. Um, you know, we're not going to see that deadline uh, in the middle, early this year. So yes, it's helpful. But I think overall, the experience shows that SME finances are, came through the pandemic um, or were prepared for the pandemic or they were in a good place before that. And many SMEs are in a good place to survive that period. Thank you, Connell. That's Connell McQuillan, the Chief Economist with Bank of Ireland. 
Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.